0: Some of the biggest lessons I learned from 1,000 days of celibacy. Number one, sex is cool. Chasing dreams is better. I sacrifice short-term pleasure for long-term purpose-driven fulfillment, and I wouldn't have it any other way because it gave me the space, time, and energy to double down on myself. Number two, our happiness is not found in someone else. Having that significant other should only enhance our happiness. It shouldn't be our lifeline or the only way to put a smile on our face. Taking the time to to find what makes us happy will allow us to then share it with a special someone when the time is right. And number three, we are the creator of our story. We control whether we see a moment or a situation in our life as something negative or positive. Instead of thinking I was unattractive or not intelligent because I wasn't attracting women to me, I flipped the script and I I realized I was just busy doubling down on myself. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to It's the Bearded Man podcast with your favorite, the world's favorite bearded man, Bob Bay, episode 77 1000 Days of Celibacy. Sex is cool chasing dreams is better. And no, there is not a typo in the 1,000 days. That's right, 1,000 days. This is going to be an interesting episode, so make sure you put on your seatbelt, you get your popcorn ready, and sit back and relax, baby. Have you gone long periods of time without hooking up with someone and thought to yourself, what am I doing wrong? Have you ever compared yourself to your friends who always seem to pop from one relationship to the next and think, Why aren't I? Have you ever wondered if you were ever going to find the perfect match or maybe it seems like it's never going to happen? Have you ever held back from shooting your shot because you're just sick of your shots getting deflected? Listen here, folks. If there's anyone that's been there and done that, it's your boy, Bob I'm here to reassure you beautiful people that you are smart, you are unique, and it is not you. It is the world buying you more time for yourself. Today, I want to talk about what I learned from going 1,000 days without hooking up with any woman. 1,000 days of celibacy. Back in October, I recorded probably the most vulnerable podcast that I've ever recorded to date. It was episode 37 of this show. And I talked about how I had let society's expectations about finding love and hookups get to my head. I had admitted that I hadn't had a true girlfriend since I was in high school. I also admitted how at a time, at that time of recording the podcast, uh, I had just hit three years strong of not having any sexual relationship with a woman. Now, somebody in their early 20s, you know, gets to your head, gets to your head to say the least, and it can. The beautiful thing though, when it came to releasing that episode, is that I never received so much positive feedback from both male and females on a solo podcast than that one. And it's part of what I signed up for when stepping into this podcast space, when putting content out and sharing your voice with the world. This is what you sign up for. The The ones that are the greatest, in my opinion, in the space, they're the ones that are willing to share everything about them. And so I refuse to not be vulnerable and authentic because – I think that's the best way to build a true community is by sharing the truth and nothing but the truth. And, you know, when I first got into the podcast game, I wasn't sharing everything the way I do now. It's kind of confidence that I built up over time. Or as Matt Como said in a podcast uh, I had a long time ago, he said, confidence comes from repeated action. And that's so much of how my podcast career has evolved. And, uh, you know, they usually call people like myself a personality. But I try my best to just be me on a public level. Whether you're listening to these podcasts or you see me in person, I'm the exact same person. This isn't like lights, camera, action, flip a switch, and I'm a different guy. Uh, This is very much who I am at my core. And I will be the same person if you were to meet me in person. And uh, it took me a long time. But a few weeks ago, the hot streak of three years of not hooking up with a woman came to an end. And now you're listening, oh word, the beauty man got it in. That's absolutely not the point of this podcast episode whatsoever. What, What I'm trying to dive into today was along that journey of the three years, there was so much time for myself and so much that I learned. Was it easy mentally to hear all my homies talking about the girls they were seeing or the girls they were seeing at the time? No. When everyone was going out on a Friday and Saturday night and I was the guy dropping them off you know, to their parties via Uber when I was still an Uber driver, did I feel like I was missing out? Definitely. Would I go back and change it? Not a chance. Because it's gotten me to where I am today. Today I want to dive into some of the lessons that I learned and remind all of you listening that even when you think you're not good enough for someone... That is isn't far, far, far from the truth. Use the downtime of being single to really figure out who you are and what you want to do with this precious time on this earth. Because while you're single, you have nothing else to worry about but yourself. And as lovely as it can be to have that significant other at some point, you might as well utilize the time while you got it. But before we dive into today's podcast... Let me remind you, beautiful folks, if you enjoy this podcast at any moment in time, all that I ask, please screenshot this episode, post it to your IG story, tag me at Bob A, that's B-O, three B's, four A's and a Y, share it out on your IG story, and let the world know what you enjoy about this podcast or this episode. It's greatly appreciated. I would see a lot of you out there sharing it, and keep doing it because you know what? We're taking over the world one episode at a time. We're just at episode 77. Still just getting warmed up. The oven's on preheat. Water's barely boiling. We got a lot more gas left in the tank. So thank you to those that are sharing it out there. So please, if at any moment in time you enjoy this episode, screenshot it. Post it to your IG story. Tag me at Bob A B 3 B's 4 as and a Y, and it is greatly, greatly appreciated. Now back to the episode. Lessons from 1,000 Days of Celibacy. Number one, sex is cool, chasing dreams is better. Now, some people are gonna hear that and think, Bearded Man, you are cooked. But stick with me. I think there are a lot of people in this world when faced with either door number one, chase after the person they are attracted to, or door number two, chase after their dreams. Majority of people are gonna pick door number one. It's easier, it's the easier choice of the two. And it can seem as if it's more beneficial one because it's sexually pleasing us versus purposefully fulfilling us. To me, sexually pleasing comes and goes. Purpose fulfillment can last an entire lifetime. So I can only speak from my experience, but I feel so fortunate that as soon as I graduated college in 2016, I went for door number two. I'd spent the past four years going with the flow of life, living the college lifestyle, got the club going up on a Tuesday. You know what I'm saying? I was getting after it. But after that four years, I was ready to get my shit together. And a big fire in my ass was knowing those college loans were kicking in within six months. I was also a product of my environment within those four years in the sense that I was doing what everyone else was doing. And I just tagged along, which is all good hashtag no regrets we're partying we're having a good time making bad decisions it's all good that's part of the environment i was in and i have no regrets and i wouldn't do it all over again but post-college i cut out all side distractions i stopped putting effort and chasing women, and i built boundary walls around me i wasn't letting anyone or anything get through that gate unless it was going to help me get one step forward in my creative career that's the type of discipline it takes when you're trying to start at zero and try to compete at the highest level i had no creative experience i had never really been behind a mic other than in high school i was avoiding a morning, uh, morning en- uh, announcement guy so that's uh, news to anybody out there that didn't know that other than that i didn't have any creative experience so this was literally going to be me starting at zero and i knew i was going to have to really put in a lot of reps and work to get to the next level I just read this book called Relentless by Tim Grover. Highly, highly, highly suggested out there. Anyone out there that's listening, looking for a book. I'll put this easily top 10 books I've ever read. Tim Grover is the former trainer for Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant, Dwayne Wade, and a bunch of incredible other athletes, right? That's pretty solid lineup if you ask me. Uh, there were many great takeaways in this book, but the one that it resonated with today's podcast was that their their ability, these players' ability to stay disciplined and so dialed in on what they wanted to do and saying no to everything else. And the best part is we all have that ability within us. It is simply a choice, and we are the ones in complete control of making that choice. Whether we go out, whether we you know feed ourselves good foods, whether we procrastinate and not actually do the things we really want to do, Take out motivation, take out any, anything other than it's just break it down. It is simply a choice whether we do something or we don't. It's totally a choice. Along this path of me getting me to where I am today, I had to make a choice to not chase women or people that I was attracted to because I was scared to put my time and energy into someone when I didn't even know who I was or what I wanted to do part of the reason i stopped chasing was because of a little college heartbreak that i had as i was graduating college which ended up being the best thing for me at the time it really messed with my head and it was a very interesting period for the bearded man looking back on it i'm so thankful that it happened because it set me up in the sense that number one it gave me the permission to double down on myself I was about to graduate unsure of what I was going to do next and number two I learned in that moment I can't control how someone feels about me but I can control how I feel about myself do I think everyone needs to go through 1000 days of celibacy absolutely not not here to promote and start the 1000 days of celibacy challenge and you know try to get everybody on board and say like you're not gonna be successful unless you do this for three you know three years ish It's not that I went into it knowing it would go for that long. I just took it day by day and got so caught up in the beauty of figuring myself out that time slowly but also quickly passed. I would say that there is value in having these long periods of time where we have nobody to worry about except the person we see in the mirror because we get to double down on ourselves. Sex will bring you short term pleasures. But chasing a dream will hopefully bring you fulfillment that will last a lifetime. Can you have both pieces of the pie? Yes. But for me, for this 1,000 plus days, I had to pick one. Number two, our happiness is not found in someone else. Let me say that one more time. Our happiness is not found in someone else. There have been times over the past couple of years where I'd catch myself believing that my value, my worth, my happiness would be certified if I had a significant other in my life. If I didn't, that means that no woman were or are attracted to me, which means that I can't be worth all that much. Let me just say this that is so, so far from the truth. Because your boy knows I'm a diamond in the rough, I'm a needle in the haystack, baby. The truth of the matter is that we need to find happiness within ourselves first. It may sound corny or even cliche, but it's the absolute truth. Having that significant other should only enhance our happiness. It shouldn't be our lifeline or the only way to put a smile on our face. Over that 1,000 plus days of me solely devoting all of my time, energy, attention to myself, I was able to find what makes me happy and gets me out of bed every day. At the beginning of that, I didn't know. I really didn't know what I was going to do post-college, right? And so now, looking at where I'm at today, I have a lot more things figured out because I put time and effort into it. For instance, what makes me happy? It's recording podcasts like this. It's interviewing people and trying to pick apart their story. It's maintaining a healthy and fitness lifestyle. It's new experiences surrounded by great people. It's embracing living in the city of Los Angeles. It's me waking up every day enjoying what I do uh, for work on behalf of Liquid IV. It's having the fire within me that's excited for the future and all the possibilities. That alone time of waking up and just focusing on me gave me the space to test and try the things which led me to where I am today. Now, like I said, outside looking in, maybe someone out there thinks, shit, that guy, Babe has it all figured out. Or maybe somebody listening right now thinks that if I can go from not having a clue to what I wanted to do to having that sense of direction, so can any of you telling you right now, 2016 graduated college, didn't apply for a job. 99% of my graduating class had a role, a career within within six months. I was part of that 1%. I didn't have a job. I started driving Uber. I started this podcast to see where it would take me. Four, almost five years later, still hitting the payment strong and it's still a core value of mine and something that I, 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 I love doing. If I can figure it out, let me be an example that any of you can. If you can find someone, though, that is marching along that same path as you and it works for both of you, please be my guest. This podcast is not trying to convince you not to to follow after and chase after moments and people when it it feels right. Trust yourself. For those that are single, keep chugging along and don't allow your happiness to deflate because you don't have a, a significant other in your life. Use this freedom and this alone time to find happiness within. Keep revisiting the things that allow you to step in that flow where life feels timeless and you lose track of the time of day. Keep revisiting the things that bring a smile to your face. Keep revisiting the things that make you feel alive and excited to to be alive. By doing so, I truly, truly believe you are only setting yourself up to to have happiness within. And when you can do that, you're able to share that with someone else, someone special. Lesson number three. We are the creator of our story. I've referenced this lesson a few episodes ago. Uh, At that time for the episode, it was Don't Tell Yourself a Bad Story, where we as humans love, love, love to make up and tell ourselves bad stories, right? We have to remind ourselves that we are the creator of our own story. For example, me not hooking up with girls for a thousand plus days Doesn't mean I'm unattractive, not intelligent, or has a bad personality. It's false, and that is far from the case. I know it. That is me, the creator of the story, writing a bad story about me. No bueno. Instead, I can look at it from a different perspective. Me not hooking up with girls for a thousand plus days is me doubling down on myself. Now, that sounds much, much better, doesn't it? Same scenario, two different lenses slash perspectives, two different emotions for me within. One makes me feel unwanted, pessimistic, and overall just bad energy. And the other makes me feel proud, invested, and confident. Once we begin to accept the fact that we are indeed in complete control of our stories, that we truly are the creator of it, we can start to see things much more optimistically. Once we see things more optimistically, we continue to follow the path that we know is best for us. Not what anybody else is telling us to do, but internally listening to our gut, following our heart, what we know is best for us. It's not about what the friends or family want from us. It's about what we want for us. We are the ones that hold the pen or that have the keyboard in front of us typing because we're the creator and we're the writer of our story. So whether you are like me and you go 1,000 days solo dolo, maybe shorter or maybe longer, remind yourself of how beneficial this alone time is for you, how it's giving you the freedom to test and try your interests to see what sticks. And anytime those negative stories pop in your head where you feel like you're being your biggest critic or enemy, take a deep breath and let it all out. Let's all make a promise to write a story that we'll all enjoy looking back on 10, 20, 30 years from now and think to ourselves, I made the right choices and I would do it all over again. To recap, 1,000 plus days of celibacy created the space for me to double, triple, and quadruple down on myself. Every ounce of time, energy, and emotion was reinvested into my ideas and what I thought I wanted to do with my life. Some of the biggest lessons I learned from 1,000 days of celibacy, number one, sex is cool, chasing dreams is better. I sacrifice short-term pleasure for long-term purpose-driven fulfillment, and I wouldn't have it any other way because it gave me the space, time, and energy to double down on myself. Number two, our happiness is not found in someone else. Having that significant other should only enhance our happiness. It shouldn't be our lifeline or the only way to put a smile on our face. Taking the time to, to find what makes us happy will allow us to then share it with a special someone when the time is right. And number three, we are the creator of our story. We control whether we see a moment or a situation in our life as something negative or positive. Instead of thinking I was unattractive or not intelligent because I wasn't attracting women to me, I flipped the script and I realized I was just busy doubling down on myself. Challenge for the listeners. That's you. Right now, if you're listening, think about the three lessons I discussed today. Number one, sex is cool, chasing dreams is better. Number two, our happiness is found within and not someone else. And number three, we are the creator of our story. Did any of those lessons resonate or sting the most? Sting as in, like, you're like, damn, that that's me. I, I'm not I'm not doing this right. Like, shit. I know what he's talking about. Pick one of the lessons, grab a piece of paper or open up your notes app on your your laptop and get real. What changes can or should you make to better yourself and where you're headed? Spend 10 minutes alone today and really think about it, write it down and keep it for yourself. Questions from the BMC. That's the bearded man community. That's anyone listening right now. And if it's your first time listening, welcome, welcome, welcome to the club, the community. It's free of charge, zero dollars. All that I ask is you tune into these podcasts and you're part of the club. Sophia Coons, she asked, can personal growth be a subconscious defense mechanism to a romantic relationship? Absolutely. Uh, I would argue, Sophia, based on what I was talking about earlier, that's pretty much been my reasoning for not being in a romantic relationship for the longest time was because I was trying to find my personal growth, trying to figure out what I want to do with my life. And I knew that if I was to step into a romantic relationship, it would pull away time, energy, and investment into that relationship where I knew my back was against the wall. I was driving Uber. I needed to figure it out. Much of that has changed for me now. I'm much more open-minded to it and would entertain it more. Um, but I think it depends on the person. I think um, it can be a subconscious defense mechanism and we might internally rationalize like, oh no, it's just like, I'm too busy, I'm too busy. But that's when I think we have to be aware and we have to be honest with ourselves. Is it actually for personal growth or are we just defending ourselves because we're scared to get into that romantic relationship? So case by case difference for everybody. I myself had definitely been in that position where it really was like, I had to figure out my personal growth so that I could then step into the romantic relationship at some point. And uh, I definitely feel fortunate that I've kind of swung still very much in the personal growth and have all these goals and aspirations. But I know that if the timing was right and the right person came into my life, I could manage it now. Whereas before there was no questions asked, I was running the opposite direction. I was like, no, 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 not getting my heart, not today, not tomorrow. But uh, I'd say today right now, the beard man's pretty open to it. So that's a great question. Uh, second question came from, unfortunately this, I couldn't see this person's name. They were private, but it was, uh, S R C four dot And this person put topic equals balance. How much is one willing to sacrifice? External influence helps shape one's growth. Yeah. I mean, that's what it comes. It, you know, it, just to echo what I kind of had just said is it, it's about being self-aware and what are you willing to sacrifice? Cause what everyone's different, um, there's It's not you know there's no perfect blueprint to life, and I would say that external influences do help shape one's growth they can help you and they can hurt you, but then, like I said before, that heartbreak that I had in college at the time, it hurt me, but then moving forward, it actually helped me because I took the lesson and I learned so much from it that it honestly helped set me up uh moving forward so I think in reality, any type everything is there's a lesson to be learned, whether it's good or bad, so uh, I think it's just case by case scenario and, um, yeah, I, I appreciate the, uh, submission. Uh, we do have one review of the week. This is pulled directly from the iTunes podcast app. So thank you for those that have been leaving review. If you have not yet already, please go do that on the iTunes podcast app. I think we're all going to switch to Spotify at some point in the near future, but Hey, you know what? All these review counts and I'll happily take it. We're at five stars across 52 ratings right now. Let's go. Um, I think iTunes generates a random name when they don't submit their name, so this is coming from, maybe this is somebody's name, uh, da, Dajka, I don't know how to pronounce that right, D-H-A-J-A-K-A, Dajka. Uh title is saucy, <laughs> with uh, the chef emoji, a fire emoji, and a rocket, so it looks like the, the chef here is cooking up a rocket, we got five stars, and the review says, as a creative entrepreneur, this has been the podcast, I've been looking for to help my career, that's awesome to hear definitely definitely think we have a lot of great creatives and entrepreneurs on this podcast so hopefully some of those tidbits and lessons are are helpful and uh i appreciate leaving the review anybody out there that wants to be on uh the next review of the week head to the itunes podcast app drop a review for the bearded man i'll ask one sentence come on thank you it'll take you 30 seconds maybe 45 maybe a whole 60 seconds i don't know but i bet you could do it quick that's it ladies and gentlemen Episode seventy-seven. We came, we conquered. One thousand days of celibacy. Sex is cool. Chasing dreams is better. You better believe that is clickbait to a T. Hopefully that really pulls people in (laughs) to check out the podcast. But I also uh, not just clickbait wise, but like I knew I was going to be getting into some shit today. So hopefully, uh, hopefully you guys enjoy these types of podcasts. I really, uh, I'm always looking for subjects and topics you want me to cover. So please feel free to reach out. Um, but like I said, if, if you enjoy this podcast today, please, please, please screenshot the episode, post it to your IG story, tag me at Bob Bay, that's B-O-3-Bs, four A's and a Y. Tag me on your IG story, tell the world what you enjoyed about this episode, and help spread this show like fire. It is greatly appreciated, and I see you all I see all of you out there doing it, so thank you. Keep doing it. We're going to keep growing this podcast one episode at a time it's going to be blasting off. It is blasting off, but the world don't know it yet. Thank you for tuning in. It's the Bearded Man Podcast. See ya!